Hello and welcome back to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I'm a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Well, hello, truth seekers. I hope you have been enjoying our series on the parables of Jesus. Can you say parable? A parable is another word for a story, and Jesus told stories to help us understand truth. And many of his parables had to do with the kingdom of God. Jesus wanted us and his followers to understand what the kingdom of God is. You see, Jesus came from a kingdom, a heavenly kingdom, and Jesus used parables to help us understand what his kingdom is like. You see, the Bible calls Jesus a king. He is the king of kings, and he rules an eternal heavenly kingdom. And we have yet to see the fullness of that kingdom. When Jesus comes back, we will know what that kingdom is fully like. Until then, we have glimpses, little glimpses here and there of what the kingdom of God is like. When you and I look more like Jesus in the way that we speak, in the way that we treat one another, we're showing what the kingdom of God is like. When you and I spread the truth, the good news of the gospel and share God's word with others, we're sharing the message of the kingdom. It's a heavenly kingdom that we can't see with our physical eyes right now, but we know it's real because Jesus came as king of this heavenly kingdom and he gave us parables to help us understand what the kingdom of God is like. So today we're going to learn four parables. That's right. We're going to hear four parables that Jesus told to help us understand the kingdom of heaven. Are you ready? The first parable is the parable of the mustard seed. Jesus told those who were listening a parable. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, Yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. Then Jesus told them still another parable. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Then Jesus told another parable about the kingdom of heaven. He said, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Finally, Jesus told another parable about the kingdom of heaven. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous. 
Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked them. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. All right, truth seekers, did you hear some truths about the kingdom of heaven? Did you learn more about what the kingdom of heaven is like? Well, let's talk about these parables and see if we can find the hidden treasure inside these parables that teach us more about the kingdom of God. Let's go back to the first two parables about the mustard seed and the yeast. Jesus' parables of the mustard seed and the yeast make the same point about what the kingdom of God is like. The mustard seed was the smallest seed sown by farmers in Jesus' day. I don't know if you've ever seen a mustard seed, but it's so tiny you can barely see it in the palm of your hand. Yet in a very short time, it grew to be the biggest of all plants that developed from seed. That tiny little seed would grow the biggest plant or the biggest tree. The point that Jesus was making is that just as a tiny mustard seed has the power to grow a huge, large tree, So the kingdom of God has power to do great and mighty things. You may think you are small and insignificant, but with the power of the kingdom of God inside of you, with the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you can do great and mighty things for the kingdom of God. In the same way, the kingdom of God is like yeast that penetrates the dough. If you've ever baked with your mom or your grandma or with any family member or a friend, you know that yeast is needed inside dough to make the dough rise. That's how we bake bread is from dough. And dough needs yeast for it to rise and get big and fluffy and yummy to eat. Just a tiny amount of yeast is all that is needed to work itself into the dough to make it grow and rise and become bigger. A small amount of yeast will affect a whole mass of dough, so it will be sufficient enough in a short time to feed a large amount of people. Again, Jesus is giving us a picture or an illustration of the power of the kingdom of God. The power of the kingdom of God is like yeast. It may seem small, but once it begins to move and work, it can grow and activate and cause mighty things to happen. Think about it. Jesus began with only 12 disciples, and yet look at how many millions and millions of people know Jesus today. He started small, like yeast or like a mustard seed, with just 12 disciples. But since then, the truth of the kingdom of God has spread and grown and seen mighty, miraculous things happen all around the world. God's kingdom may begin small, but it becomes large in its power and influence among the nations. And it will fill the whole earth in the end time when Jesus returns. It says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. All right, let's talk about the next parable Jesus told about the hidden treasure and the pearl. 
The parables of the hidden treasure and the pearl teach two truths. One, that the kingdom is a priceless treasure that is to be desired above all else, just like the man who sold everything he had so he could buy the field with the treasure in it, and just like the merchant who sold everything he had to buy the pearl, so the kingdom of God is priceless. It's valuable. And the things of this world are going to pass away. We might find worth in toys or clothes or TVs or video games or all kinds of things, but those things won't last forever. The kingdom of God is eternal. The kingdom of God has great worth and we should desire that above everything else. Also, these parables teach us that the kingdom is to be acquired by giving up everything that would prevent our being a part of it. Selling everything they had in these parables means that we must be willing to give our whole life to serve Jesus, our whole heart to be completely devoted to the kingdom. We can't let the things of this world divide our allegiance. We can't say, well, I love this just as much as I love God in the kingdom of heaven. No, Jesus wants our whole heart. He wants us to say, Jesus, I love you more than anything else, more than anyone else. Is it okay to love your family members and your friends? Yes, but we should never make them more important than Jesus. He deserves first place in our hearts, and he is worth everything we have to give to serve him and to follow him because he is good and righteous and holy, and he is the way to eternal life. He is the only way to the kingdom of heaven. Finally, the parable about the net and the fish and the good and the bad fish that were separated. Does that parable sound familiar to you? Does it sound like the parable of the weeds? Remember in the parable of the weeds that Jesus told, the wheat and the weeds grew up together, but in the end they were separated. So also in this parable, the parable of the net, we see that all kinds of fish were captured, but yet they had to be separated, the good fish from the bad fish. This parable illustrates that the kingdom of God will separate the wicked from the righteous at the end of the age when Jesus returns. This parable reveals that while we are on earth, we have a short time until Jesus comes back. And there are those who will follow him and those who will choose not to follow him. There are those who will accept his righteousness, accept his forgiveness, accept his grace. And there are those who will not, who will follow the enemy and choose to disobey. When Jesus returns, he will know whose are his. He will know those who have followed him loyally and faithfully. When Jesus returns, will you be able to say that you know him? Will you recognize him as your Lord and Savior because you've spent time learning his word, talking to him, worshiping him, listening to his still small voice lead you and guide you? These are the times now, these are the moments now that we can learn more about Jesus, that we can get to know him, that we can spend time with him, that we become followers of him, and that we give our full heart, our full life to serve him because we know one day he's going to return and I can't wait to see him face to face. I can't wait to say, Jesus, my Lord, my Savior, thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for rescuing me. Thank you for dying on the cross in my place and taking my sins so that I could have your righteousness and your holiness and your peace in my heart. 
That's what it means to be a follower of Jesus, to be a part of the kingdom of heaven. You and I are daughters and sons of God. We are daughters and sons of the kingdom of God. You and I are a part of a kingdom that we cannot see yet, but it's exciting to know that we are part of a heavenly kingdom that one day we will see in its fullness when Jesus returns. If you'd like to read today's parables in your Bible, you can find them in Matthew chapter 13 and Luke chapter 13. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that your kingdom is good and that you are a good king. And I thank you that you gave us parables so we could understand more what your kingdom is like. That your kingdom is powerful, even though it may start small in our hearts, that it will grow and bear much fruit and do great and mighty things for your name. I pray even now that you would begin to show what you would have your children to do for your kingdom. Show them the gifts and the talents that you've given them. Show them the desires of their hearts, the purpose, the calling that you have over them, that they will go forth and declare truth in your name and build your kingdom and cause your kingdom to grow in the name of Jesus, that they will spread seed, good seed, seeds of truth wherever they go, that your kingdom will continue to grow and grow and grow like that tiny mustard seed that was planted and grew into a great and powerful tree. Your kingdom will continue to grow as we are obedient to your calling and your purpose over our life. We thank you that we are sons and daughters of the King and that we are part of the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.